everybody, and welcome back to the Reactionaries Podcast. My name is Jeff Crisco, and I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Joe Gruen. Joe, how are you doing today? Doing good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. I just got back from D.C. Did oh, yeah? Scene of the Capitol, you know. Cool. You get any shots from inside? I know they don't let it just anyone in there. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> no, it was uh, it, it was difficult. Uh, I couldn't quite find my target, but I did I did get some shots off in there. Good, good, good. <laughs> parody, parody in the game. FBI, please do not come get me. I, what was funny was I was watching the, if you're listening to this in the future, this is like four days after people just like walked into the Capitol building and tried to kill all of our senators. Uh, I was watching it on PBS and there was a guy who they were showing uh, them walking through like this room with all these statues in it. And they were all like observed. They were all like kitted out tactical gear and stuff, like the zip tie guy and all that stuff. But they were yeah. following a uh, velvet rope rule. They were staying within the. Line. Oh, they were staying within the velvet rope. <laughs> yeah, and, like... and then there was one guy went over the velvet rope, and I was like, "Oh, he's gonna do something." And he just got out his phone and was just taking pictures of the statue. Super close up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I was thinking like, were they stopping at any point and like staying? on the on the right side of the velvet rope but like someone would take a picture like they were like so, nudging yeah. somebody next to him to like take a picture of them yeah in front it was of like there were tourists at that part it was crazy oh crazy and joe that is the second craziest thing that i watched this week what was the first uh that would be 1984's fantasy mission force which is this week's movie it stars jackie chan and by stars i mean he's in it for like 10 minutes as by stars you mean he did it as a favor so he wouldn't get his fingers taken that's right <laughs> By the um, triads. Yes. The first movie in Jackie January is uh, was done as a favor because the star of the movie, I guess, if you would call him the star, Don Wen is that character's yeah. name. Uh, he got Jackie Chan out of a bad contract, literally with the triads, literally with the Chinese mafia. So interesting. Interesting. Very thing. interesting. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this one um, it's on YouTube. Uh, mm -hmm. Two different versions. There is the full movie, which is dubbed into English, not as good a quality as minus the first 15 minutes is subtitled on YouTube as well. So there's two different instances of it. So if you want to watch the first 15 minutes, which you'll see a Latin American gentleman in blackface, if you see that, if you watch that version. And then, and then many Japanese people in blackface. Many Japanese people in blackface. Yeah, this or movie... Ch sorry, Chinese people playing Japanese people in blackface. Yes. This movie answered the question, which was, how would a country that did not have multiculturalism do a movie with lots of nationalities? And the answer is silly costumes. They hide it behind shoe polish. And blackface. Because <laughs> we've got... Uh, Africans, uh, uh, Japanese, uh, English, French, uh, Amazons, Amazons, the country of Amazonia, led by a guy in a uh, tuxedo suit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, Joe, let's talk about we don't have any financials for this because this was in communist China. They just did it for the love of the game. There was no money. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is uh, they did it for food and shelter for a year. <laughs> the description is a force of loners and fighters is put together to try and rescue generals that are captured by the Japanese and save the war effort with a promise of gold and or pardons of past crimes, which does not come into play. Uh, it came into play with Grease Lightning. Oh, with Grease Lightning. You're right. Um, but the, the generals thing was like, all right, at the very beginning of the movie and at the very end of the movie, everything Correct. else was inconsequential. They were just going on some mission for $500,000, which... Was in the base? 
I mean, they basically go on a Jumanji for the entire middle part of the movie. They just, yeah, they just go on an expedition in the middle. Yes. So, Joe, do you want to get into Fancy Mission Force, the 1984 Chinese classic? <laughs> Propaganda film. Uh, it, it does. I was going to talk about that. There's a lot of, like, money makes people go insane. Like, the pursuit yeah. of riches makes people go insane. And, and Americans and Westerners are stupid. There's a lot of that in this movie. Yeah, and China, China really won World War II? <laughs> well, China did win World War II. Zuh? <laughs> the same way Poland technically won World War II. <laughs> Which is to say, not at all. <laughs> they were on the they were on the right side. They were sided with the victors. Uh, j- just because they were sided with the they were the victims doesn't mean that they were the victors. Let's just make that perfectly clear. Okay, they were allied with the allies and not the Axis. Okay, fair yeah. enough. They were I mean, on that's the like, side. That's like saying the Jews won World War II, which isn't technically true. <laughs> uh, they did kind of lose, I guess, a little bit. They lost a lot from a Jew. <laughs> uh, directed by, I do want to give the director a little credit. Uh, Yen Ping Chu is our director for this film. Um, also known as the Red Fist by the Triad Game. <laughs> is his Triad code name. Oh, okay. I was like, really? Oh, speaking of which, Joe, did you see the bad news today? No. It's relevant to this podcast. Oh, okay. Fast 9 has been delayed. Oh, could have seen that coming. Yeah, just remembered that. So, oh well. Did, did Han die for real this time? And they had, Han, to, they had to do a re-edit. They, CGI they, him. they re They CGI'd him out. They CGI him using uh, his brother or any Chinese guy that they have. Or is he Japanese? He's Japanese. Oops. He's Korean. He's in Tokyo. His name's Han Sol Oh. Ah, you're right. He is Korean. Yeah, he's Korean. He is in Japan though, but he's Korean. That's true. Yeah. All right. Back to where we're not other... racist. Now back to this movie. <laughs> Here's my first question, Jeff. Did they steal this title music from the A team? And it's not a it's a rhetorical question. <laughs> they stole it from the A team and Greece and the monkeys and uh who else? The All Beach the Boys. Kids. Oh, just the begin this just the beginning. beginning. Yeah, and you guys will hear that song at the end. It's a uh, uh it's fantastic. Well, there's that one. But there's also this opening music, which is like dun 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 while their men get blown up outside. They're like, hey, we should leave. <laughs> they get right into the action, just explosions everywhere, and then General's freaking out. And these are the only white people in the movie, except for the Amazon lady later. No, she was Asian. I thought she was a white lady. I mean, she was a light-skinned Asian. She was 100% Asian. You're talking about the mullet lady? Yeah. She said a very American haircut. That's what oh, threw okay. me off. That's, that's what threw me off. The mullet is what threw me off. Oh, yeah. It's Ling Chang is the actress. Okay. But, yeah, these three American or three three white people are the dumbest people in this whole movie. In a yes. movie full of idiots. Yes. Well, um, uh, we will get introduced to them a little later. But they're they're basically talking about fr- fleeing their post. Mm-hmm. Their men are all dying. Um, All the soldiers are, like, trained acrobats. Did you notice this? They're all, like, they're- flipping very carefully. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, like the high acrobatic version of the guy 
jumping out of the van in um, last week's movie. Uh, yeah, what was last week's movie? <laughs> Samurai Cop. Samurai Cop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But these guys are like all like extending their arms outward and doing yeah. flips and over doing the tucks. edge. Yeah, they're they're and like extending and, and doing tucks. Yeah, which surprisingly not the most Cirque du Soleil part of this movie either. That's true. <laughs> we, we got a whole Cirque du Soleil village going on. <laughs> Um, all the generals are dubbed, but they all act and talk like they're in a Kung Fu movie. Like they, I mean, they are in a Kung Fu movie. Yeah. So I guess it's not that big of a deal. But, like, but it's like, yeah, it's like English. They were speaking English because their mouth synced up with the words. So right. that means they must have dubbed them in Chinese. And they dubbed them with an American. It, it's almost like they dubbed them with like a Chinese guy who speaks English. Yeah. But it does all of the kung fu movies that have ever been released. Yeah, it's all very over the top body action from this. Like they were like imagine, yeah, kung fu movie, but um yeah, the only white guys in this movie. Yeah, he's like no, he's like uh the Japanese have fled and he's like no, the Japanese are here and here you're wrong. Like, yeah, this is an audio medium, but Joe is very accentuatedly pointing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so the generals have pinpointed the Japanese forces in what appears to be Canada um, on the map. At least. <laughs> yeah, it's Canada. Uh, they argue over whether or not the Japanese are there or here or wherever uh, until Japanese Hitler arrives to tell them that he is, in fact, there where they yeah. are standing right now. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it, it was actually that was a pretty good gag because the three guys, they were all arguing. Uh, the Americans, the British, the French, and the Africans. <laughs> <They're> yes, <awesome. laughs> the the uh, axis of 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 good, <laughs> the yeah. allies. Yeah, the allies, and they're all arguing about where the Japanese were, and then they turn around, and the Japanese are like, "We're here, stupid!" Right, and he has a Hitler mustache because, yeah. of course, that's how we know he's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, Nazis and Japanese are really interchangeable in this, which says a lot about what the Chinese, <laughs> well, the how the Chinese, Chinese saw Japan. World War Two. Yeah. Oh, they viewed it from the outside. Um, so Japanese Hitler says, you, 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 Kimmy, 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 Lamai, Rat. And I'll translate for you. That just means sound off. So <laughs> is that what that is? No. <laughs> I mean, oh. it's it's what they do afterwards. They just yeah. all start saying their names. <laughs> Joe, this is your favorite scene. It is my favorite scene because we, we get our names. And really, these are the only names I actually processed in the entire movie. So yeah, I had to stop and read the Wikipedia article, which gives you all the names, which helped me out immensely. OK, well, tell me if I got this right, because this is without subtitles. There's French Major General Pierre Lefranc. Latrec. 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 Yeah. Latrec. Like Toulouse Latrec, yeah. OK, I just went with Franc because he's French. Because he's French. Uh, there's English Major General Robert Foster. Uh-huh. There's American Major General, and I, I hope think you get I got this one this right. Name right. Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> yeah, that's his name, Joe. World War II American Major General Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. You know, we make fun of that, and yet we've turned him into a vampire slayer and a zombie killer, so I think they are taking the route of less he's, ridicule here. He's still a general. At least he's still a person. <laughs> Joe, here's the thing. Abraham Lincoln needs to be in this movie like he needs a hole in his head. Let's keep going. Okie doke. <laughs> <laughs> um, African, if that's the most offensive thing you've heard this week, you haven't been following the news. <laughs> uh, 
uh, we have our African major general. Because remember, Africa was very active in World War II. They, at, at the country of Africa. Just country, about, yes. The he's country the of Africa. He's the major general of the entire country of Africa, which yes. united for this one period of time <laughs> to fight the Japanese Nazis. In um, Canada. In Canada. So his name is Gobaye Sakarlo. Yep, that's I got Sakaro, but you know, same deal. Sakaro, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sicario, whatever. He's and, he's Latin American. <laughs> and this is where we stop and say this is a Latin American guy in blackface. In blackface. <laughs> Which in a Chinese movie, a Latin American guy doing blackface is so many layers. I think it goes back through to not being offensive. I'd like to believe that they couldn't find a black guy, so they had to go with a Latin American guy. Joe, there's a black, there's a black guy, guy in the next scene. <laughs> yeah, there is a there's black a, guy in this movie. It's like Jimmy Walker is in the next scene. Yeah, he does not. Yeah, he's dynamite in this, but he does not need to be in this movie. So, Japanese Hitler, he hiccups after each one introduces themselves. Did you notice this? Uh-huh. Just a little like. <laughs> I think it's, it's like the hi, like the Japanese like. Huh. I can't do the noise. Hey. No, hey. no, yes. it's not. Hey. It's like a uh, French major general. Like he's like French major general Pierre Lefranc. And he's like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> um, we cut to Chinese high command, I think. But at first I thought, are these like the good Japanese? Are they like, do they have a separate Japanese army? That's like good Japanese fighting bad Japanese. I mean, it's possible. The reverse no. of Vichy Japanese. Right. These are the these are the Chinese high command. I think I'm assuming. I don't know. There's a guy named Johnson and Thompson. So they could be American. Is like these are just like Chinese guys playing Americans. Oops. Then why did they have white guys in the prior scene? It makes no sense. I don't know. The guy. So Johnson's the guy that looks like a G-man in the suit. Just the just in the suit. Uh-huh. He's the guy who's doing the presentation. But then Thompson's the guy who looks like he's like Otto von Bismarck. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm glad you got their names, by the way. Uh, they're they're attempting to assemble a rescue team. So, yep. Joe, is there any uh, copyright infringement in this uh, <laughs> rescue team? You tell me. They run through the great heroes of that time period. James Bond, but he mm-hmm. was off doing something. Yeah, bang, banging some broad and giving that, her some disease. <laughs> that classic World War II character, James Bond. Um, yeah, he was on his like three month bangcation that he always takes after <laughs> one of his missions. Uh, then there's a bald detective, but he defected to somewhere. Yeah, that's uh, that was a Chinese Aces Go Places is the name of that. That so that's copyright infringement too. Okay. Um, although there's no property rights in China. So. I guess there is no yeah no uh, copyright infringement if there's no copyright. Right. Uh, we get Snake Pliskin from yes. Escape from New York and Escape from L.A. Escape from L.A. Um, he was off doing something. He was, he was off not existing. Uh, Rocky. <laughs> we have Rocky, but hey, this is a military uh, uh, a military strike. So, so it's Rambo. Yeah, exactly. Just put a bandana on him and make him Rambo. He's Rambo. Yeah, he's just Rambo. Um, and then we have Captain Black Fox. I don't know who she is. I, I apologize. We thought it might be... Uh, who do Foxy you think? Brown. Yeah, Foxy Brown, maybe. This one, yeah, this one. I, I was looking into this. This lost me. It would be really weird for it to not be a reference, though. Since yeah. everything else was, so... Because everything was. So it's definitely out there. I just have no idea what it is. Um, they are all unavailable for this mission. So uh, And also this movie. So they get the next best thing. 
Don Wen. Some guy. <laughs> some guy. <laughs> Just some guy. Not any of these heroes. But then uh, we find out that he uh, he rocks. This He's Don the Wen greatest guy. soldier of all time. <laughs> yeah, driving around, one-handing a Gatling gun. While he's driving the Suzuki with the other hand, the G perfectly this, taking everybody out along oh, the way. Joe, that's a trend in this movie. You just go like this. You just sweep a machine gun. Everybody's dead. It hits everybody in critical parts of their yeah. body. It, it's like the, uh, the Omega gun. Yes, it was exactly like the Omega gun. Yeah. Although they had tried to introduce an Omega gun of their own in this film. It, yes. And it just blew Jackie Chan through a it wall. It backfires. Let's <laughs> say that. Um, they okay we cut to don when he's laying waste to the military compound um it's run entirely by japanese people in blackface everybody has blackface in this movie so don when arrives on cue in the chinese high command war room with 10 blackface hostages okay and you can just tell they're like uh like these are all the best men right they're commandos yeah they're all commandos and um the movie tries to make it seem like they pick him because he's the one that captured all these guys. But I think they picked him because they were like, oh, we can't <laughs> we can't send any of these other guys. <laughs> these guys are all going to get canceled as soon as they get uh, as soon as they land in Canada. <laughs> yeah, Canada doesn't doesn't take kindly to this stuff. <laughs> um, now the generals are pointing to Europe on the map. So that was quick. Yeah, they went from they took their. They're they're gonna be in Luxembourg, right? Yeah. So they they so just to be clear here, just to follow along at home, the Japanese army invaded Canada, the northernmost part of Canada, mm-hmm. captured generals, and then yeah. took them across the entire length of Atlantic Asia, Atlantic Ocean, <laughs> the entire, and they they take them to Luxembourg. Oh, you went the you think they went the long way? As soon as I said that, I was like, wait, they probably went over the North Pole. Yeah, exactly. Um. We get our wacky title sequence, you know, with our cool, wacky music. Pop, pop, um, I'm looking at how... cartoon legs kind of popping out of the. It's insane. But end of the title card. But the title card like introduces or like uh, interrupts the general. Like the general. Yes. He was and, just, <laughs> and he just starts. I'm like, no like, one was dismissed. It's just. <laughs> they just uh, jumped to the title. Um. We get a Chinese hobo after the title sequence, and he has a musical number in a fancy restaurant, and he looks exactly like Ch- Jackie Chan looks now. Like, we both thought he was Jackie Chan. Yeah, we both. I had to delete notes because I thought it was Jackie Chan. Like, I had right. to go back and erase it. He's just an older Chinese guy. <laughs> Joe, to get to Luxembourg, they have to go through Germany. This plan doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, as we all know, the Germany was part of the Allies. Against the Japanese Nazis. <laughs> the Germans were the bad guys. Um, so he has lots of money, Chinese hobo. Yeah, where does he get this money from? I don't know. I, this they whole just scene is him. wild. He has tons of money and he's dirty as hell. He looks like he hasn't taken a shower in years. Well, no, it's because he's got to blow all his money on things like food. His name's Old Son. Is that his actual name? That's okay. what they call him. Old son. Old son has lots of money. He drinks um, the hand washing water for a gag and then spits it out and then laughs. Yeah, this is like classic, like, you know, in movies like Hobo gets a lot of money gags. Like, yeah, he he does that. He's like eating all the food with his hands. 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he, he eats like a large rodent raw. Did you he know does. That? No, that's not a large rodent. It's chicken or something. It has a tail, Jeff, and legs and fur. No. No, yes. I refuse. I'm not believing this. Well, you're wrong. I don't know what I'm to not believing you. this. It's I like refuse. a giant rat. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not going to believe it. Um. Yes, he's drinking a lot. A lot. A lot, a lot. <laughs> a lot of alcohol. Uh, then he tries to steal a black guy's gun. Then he tries to buy it. He yeah. gets caught. He tries which, to buy it. Which, is he in Japan at this point? Because there's an awful lot of white people in Japan. There are tons of white people. Yeah, and then this black guy. Yeah, it could be Japan. Maybe he, he took a trip over to Japan. Oh, I want no, because this was I was gonna say maybe it's Americans deployed there. No, it's it's China. I, I just don't I don't understand, Joe. I don't know where this place is. It's but no it's mostly this... white people and one black guy. Yeah. Um, so he, first he has to call the black guy Papa. He'll take yeah. the money, but he also wants to be he also wants to cuck this guy. <laughs> he wants to call him Papa. He's like, call me Papa. And then he makes a lot of faces like Frank from uh, uh, Samurai Cop. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot of like, ooh, yeah, ooh, yeah. Uh, they have a good laugh. Then Black Eye gives Chinese Hobo the gun, who's clearly unstable. Uh, he obviously robs everyone <laughs> at this point. That's yeah. no way that this couldn't have ended like this. So he gets the bill, and then he, because he can't pay it, he just robs his way out of it. But it doesn't make any. But he could have paid it. Yes, he was literally throwing money in the air. It looks like he already paid it. Yeah, like I said, yeah, he was literally throwing money in the air. It's insane. Like, how expensive is this rat dinner? (laughs) He needs more money. (laughs) Um, Hard cut to Chinese hobo being shot at in woods. So I have a a theory this is all a fever dream. (laughs) He just woke up. That actually makes a lot of sense, Joe. Because he's immediately in the woods. There's no transition. He's just in the woods getting shot at and woken up. No, that actually makes a lot of sense. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Chinese hobo surrenders very quickly, and it's just that kind of cowardice that Don Wen is looking for for his team. Get He he gets the drop on on the hobo, on Old Son, and then Old Son immediately is just like, all right, I give up. I like, surrender. <laughs> like, perfect. That's what I need. No spatial awareness, and you give up at the first sign of trouble. You're, you're my second in command. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chinese hobo is excited to see him and team up with him again. So there's an indication here that they've worked together before and they're yeah. very good friends. Uh, hard cut to Chinese forced labor camp, which seems a lot like it seems a lot more lenient back then than it would be today. Yes. They give they're them just, guns. They let yeah, them fight. They let them they, fight with guns. They're just hanging out. They're just like hanging out and yeah, they, they start to fight. They don't break it up. They just stand there and watch the fight go. Yeah, every once in a while someone trips somebody, and then they just, all right. And the other one throws fish back at them, and then it's on. Yeah, and then it's game over. Um, So it's on. Uh, They let them fight with these guns. They, like, give them guns to fight with. And uh, the smart prisoner uses his gun to shoot his chains off, and then comes across, uh, oh, he kind of flips away and escapes the, the camp. Yeah, they do a cowboy swap. Which I didn't know they were allowed to do in China because there's not cowboys. A what? A cowboy? A cowboy swap. I think it's called a cowboy swap. Oh, I don't know. Cowboys. What that, what it's that when it's uh maybe it's a cowboy switch. 
It's when you you see it all the time in like bad westerns and stuff where somebody will be like like do like a flip or something and then end up behind like a barrier and then the actual actor like pops out. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He does that in this, yeah. It's called like a cowboy switch or a cowboy swap, something like that. Okay, interesting. Um, anyway, he comes across Don Wen's dinner, and so he eats some of it, like literally what? two bites. And he's got this like table with like a tablecloth and like cloches and stuff in the middle of the forest. The forest, yeah. So he doesn't think that's suspicious. Yeah, that seems that's like you know like uh, dumb rat versions of like oh there's just cheese sitting here. I'm sure this won't be a yeah, problem. Yeah, it's a rat trap. <laughs> yeah, it's literally a trap. Yeah, it's like come it's on, a man. Rat trap. But also. He should be way hungrier than, than just he takes two bites and he's like, all right, I'm done. Time yeah, to leave. He, yeah, yeah, and he doesn't like take any of it with him either. Right. This guy's like presumably been basically starved for months. For yeah, years. by the Japanese army, I assume. I assume he was a prisoner of war, even though they say he's just a prisoner. Right. I just assumed uh, he didn't conform to the Communist Party. That's entirely possible. Um. So he tries to steal this jeep. That's there. Then we find out that this is all Don Wen stuff. He kind of gets the sneak up on him. And, Again. Uh, yeah. Fell for an obvious trap. And he's like, this is the man I need. <laughs> this is my third in command. <laughs> um, we find out also this guy's name, which is Grease Lightning. Ooh, Grease Lightning. Ooh, Grease Lightning. That's right. That is right. That's all I know of Grease Lightning. I don't even know if that's right. Grease Lightning. No, that was that was fine. Okay. Um, Grease Lightning tries to escape, but he doesn't make it far, and he is recruited. Cause yeah, uh, old son comes out with a gun. Yeah, he runs out into the woods and is immediately caught. So his 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 first two guys in command. He was are... captured by the guy who was immediately captured. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like increasingly worse at at existing in a in a theater of war and he's like yeah. you're second in command you're third in command his standards just keep dropping with each person he comes across now we need a guy who just falls into a pit and we need a guy who just trips over his own shoelaces onto a landmine that's that'll be my number four <laughs> um we get a hard cut to chinese wwf mm-hmm. where jackie chan also known as the chinatown strongman is set to fight the killer from Tokyo. The killer? Yeah. As you say, yeah, the killer from Tokyo, which this is this is uh, what I thought was the first scene in the movie because I started watching the dubbed version first, and I was like, this gets right into it. Yeah, that, that would be... Although not so much of a hard cut as the actual beginning of the movie. That's true. That's true. Um. Anyway, he's going to fight this guy for a large cash prize. Um... We start with some performative dick swinging and smoking. Yeah. Freud was having a field day. Yeah. Cigarette, yeah. bigger cigarette, cigar, bigger cigar, even bigger cigar. Pipe. Pipe, and then giant opium pipe. Right. Um, and he's got a fight, so so he should take it easy. Yeah, he should not be hitting that opium, man. Um, fight sequence opens with a nut shot. First yeah, thing. Sec- like a secret nut shot, because he's like taking off the cape, and you just yeah, there's a disguise. Yeah, you just hear the guy get hit in the nuts from behind the cape. Uh, we discover they're both working together to split the prize money. Yeah, they're like, you take a dive. No, you take a dive. No, you take a dive. Which is like, who cares which one takes the dive? I assume yeah. one of you 
gets the money and you split it. Yeah, you just split the money. It's it's very easy. I don't know how this is an argument, to be honest with you. Um, we discover they're both working together to split. The, oh, I said that. Split the prize. Uh, the real killer from Tokyo. Okay, so yeah, the killer gets knocked out, and Pretty then easily. We, yeah, really easily. And then we see the real killer from Tokyo who arrives, and uh, the Chinatown strongman decides to run away and yells, "I hate you!" like a teenage girl. <laughs> you don't understand. I well, with, we don't know, Joe. There's a deleted scene. The killer from Tokyo read his diary, and he explicitly uh, asked. Not to. I see. Yeah. I see. So, so that's why he was so upset. And also the killer from Tokyo, the real killer from Tokyo, uh, confiscated his phone. Yeah. For, for the rest of the evening. Yeah. Because, you know, he was he was just texting Becky at dinner. I, I, I he was told to stop. He didn't listen. Mm-hmm. These things happen. These things happen. You know, it's, when she gets her own place and makes her own dinner, she can use her phone wherever she whenever. Yeah. I'm sorry. He. Whenever he wants. <laughs> Whenever he, yeah, I was just going along with it. Whenever, wherever he wants to use it. Right. Um, so there's no holds or sound effects barred here as Jackie Chan, also known as the Chinatown Strongman, goes berserk on this guy, right? Yeah, just uh, does a lot of just like. A lot of sound effects. Yeah, as he's just futilely the, hitting him. The breasts of this guy. <laughs> he does do a little boot bongos on this guy is what it ends up being. And then he's like, okay, that was the end of that. I'm going to leave now. Um, so, uh, oh, Jackie Chan takes a lot of multiple, he takes multiple shots to the necks, to the neck in this scene. Yeah, he gets really worked over. And he, should, he should be paralyzed. <laughs> it's fine, Joe. It's Chinese uh, magic. Magic. It's magic. Um. We get uh, the killer who body slams Jackie Chan, and Jackie Chan takes a bite of his stomach as he's on top of him. Yeah, the world's wildest strawberry. <laughs> raspberry. Raspberry. <laughs> raspberry, not strawberry. I don't want to know what a strawberry is. <laughs> You'll find Stra- out later. It's the, it's in the sequel to this movie. Strawberry is illegal in 45 states. <laughs> <laughs> um. Jackie Chan eventually defeats the killer with a gong and a flying kick. And while his partner, we find out, well, I find out her name is Emily, is just screaming, money, 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 money. Right. (laughs) Think of the money. It's the samurai cop thing, right? Encouraging him by keeping their eyes on the prize. Fire, fire. Fire, fire. Drive faster, drive faster. Drive faster. And then he wins and she goes, we're rich now. We're rich now. (laughs) Um... So Chinese Sherlock Holmes, they're not rich for long. Because no. Chinese Sherlock Holmes arrives to arrest them. But he will let them go for all of their money. Yeah, they're they're going to do 15 years for gambling. Which, really, he he does the whole judge, jury, and executioner thing for them. He's like, you're under arrest. 15 years for gambling. <laughs> like, there's no trial here. Right. <laughs> and then, yeah, he hands him the suitcase and goes, all right, 10 years. Five years. Five years. You're free to go. But they both have to hand over three suitcases. Because then the woman tries to get away with half the money. And he's like, no, 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 no. He's free to go. (laughs) You're a woman, so it'll be 30 years for you. Yeah. So, you know, give up the cash. And then you still have 15 to go. And then you still have 15 to to work off. Um, We get a hard cut 
to uh, Indiana Sh- Jones. <laughs> to Indiana Jones to to a clearly Indiana Jones scene, except it's starring Chinese Annie Oakley. Yes. Um, who's engaged in a very low stakes game of Russian roulette where they whoa, shoot whoa. it's not low stakes for the lady. Well, I'm saying that it's low stakes for both people engaged in the game. Yes, it's, that's true. it's just some slave girl that's getting her clothes shot off. Yeah, so they're chugging beer, taking her and this guy with a with a eye patch who doesn't need the eye patch. We find out. Right. Are are taking turns chugging beer and then shooting the clothing off this woman, which right. we find out later when all hell breaks loose that she just she just ran away. She just leaves. She's yeah. clearly in on it. <laughs> yeah, it's like she could have just left at any point. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, also, the eye patch is a bizarre disguise. <laughs> yeah, the, you don't need it. And then he never shows up again. He's gone forever. But he's like in on yes. it with her. Yeah, he was her partner in this whole thing that they've apparently been doing for a while because they did it at other locations. Yeah, a guy knows her from Buffalo Town. <laughs> Buffalo Town. <laughs> You know, the, the Buffalo Town, uh, home of the uh, Buffalo Town Bills. The Buffalo Town Bill team? Bills team? Um, Buffalo Town. Uh, yes. So it turns out it's a scam. Annie Oakley and the partner fight their way out of this bar. What's the scam? Uh, I, I think it's that everybody bets money on these two. Okay. Like they're betting on one or the other. Okay. To win. Okay. I don't know. That's a good question because somebody's still getting paid with that those winnings. Exactly. That's why I want to know what the scam is because it's like I don't know. It's not like these guys are just throwing down money and then whoever wins gets the entire pot of money. That would be insane. Why would That's you? That's a throw terrible down bet. Yeah. Who, yeah. who gives a shit? <laughs> bet ten dollars to win zero. Bet ten dollars so Mike Tyson gets ten dollars. Yeah, it's so it's like they were just giving their money away. It's it it doesn't make any sense. You're right. I don't understand the scam, but it is in fact a scam, and they leave. They leave, Joe. They karate their way out. They karate their way out, ride off on horseback. Annie Oakley arrives home on horseback. She's ambushed by Chinese Wayne Newton. Yeah, in a full white suit. He's Wayne Newton. <laughs> All right, he's Wayne Newton. Chinese Wayne Newton. Um, and he has been gone for a year. And uh, yeah, it's um, which doesn't I I don't understand because she has been traveling around conning people with some other guy. Well, with some other guy. So she's also been gone. But because he's been gone, because what if he's like I've been here for six weeks? Right. You've been gone. Yeah, right. I've been taking care of the house. Yeah. Which, just do me one favor. Do not blow up this house, whatever you do. Well, can't make promises. <laughs> uh, their relationship is complicated, is what I put in here. They immediately fight. He calls her the... They immediately love he each other. He doesn't remember her name. Yeah, and then he says her name wrong. Which is Lily, by the way. Uh-huh. Or actually, it's Lay Lee <laughs> in the... But they call her Lily. Yeah, it's, <laughs> wait, it's actually Lily. It's actually Lily. Yeah, they just call her Lily because he's Billy. He's Billy. She's Lily. Um, she beats him up. Then they bang. Next morning, Lily is all tied up. 
So they had some fun last night. Yeah, he uh, forgot to untire. But what's great, he's like, where are you? Where'd you go? Where's my breakfast? <laughs> Is that what he says? Yeah. <laughs> he's hungry, man. I I understand, man. He had a long night. Uh, Don Wen appears and recruits this man. Well, uh, by sh- trying to shoot at him with like a rigged up gun. Yeah, he sets up this whole like crazy series of of rigged up guns through the window and like a trap that he like a rope trap that he like catches him in. Which um, seems like the only guy who earns his way into this because he doesn't get caught in the trap. But he, he does like, get caught in the trap. He's like, well, oh, you're right. He does get caught in the trap. I was thinking because he skipped the uh, he missed the. Um, the shotgun he didn't get shot by it but yeah he ends up in the trap too totally ends up in the trap um, so everybody just fails at this test and is like all right but, I he, guess you're but to be fair enough he does better than the other two and he's there he's the fourth in command <laughs> yes, that's correct um because he still has to prove himself a little more uh wayne newton declines at first because lily's opposed to it um uh, but when he finds out there's money in it, he bails on her. He's like, oh, there's going to be money? I don't know this broad. <laughs> Not even like, I'm leaving her. Bye. It's like, I don't even know her. I don't know this girl. <laughs> yeah, that's that's harsh, man. Quick, ask me her name. I bet I get it wrong. <laughs> um, now this movie's ripping off. Uh, oh, yeah, Ennio Morricone. Uh, he's the guy that did, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly theme. And, like, Django and... All of the Western themes of the spaghetti Westerns of the 70s and 80s. Um, so they get we get a little of that music in here with like a little Chinese twist mm-hmm. uh, as Lily blows up her house. Yeah. So there's a whole like montage of her like getting it together. Like she grabs weapons, a bazooka, a horse like she's going to like ride after these guys and like do whatever. And then she just stops, turns around and blows up her house. It's a very Tarantino scene. Like, like, why? Why are you blowing up your house? Is it like uh, uh, when Cortez landed, he burned all their ships so they couldn't come back? I she guess? just doesn't want to clean up. <laughs> She's had it with that place. That place is a mess. No one ever takes care of it. She's got bazooka insurance on it. So she's just, you know, right. going to collect the money. She's downsizing. Um, so, yes, house blown up. Now the British Army is in a Benny Hill skit, and they're also Chinese. And they're Scots. And they're Scots. Oh, good. so they're Scots. Yeah, I thought that they were the British Army. Yeah. They're the Scottish Army, but they're all Chinese. Yeah, because they've got kilts, and then they've got the berets with the little pom-pom on top. That's right. That's how you know. That's how you differentiate the uh, Chinese people from the Scottish Chinese people. In this movie. <laughs> right. The little beret, which eventually the one guy just ends up getting a whole suit of armor, like gradually throughout the movie. Yeah. Which is a that's a interesting thing to track. But yeah, they they have berets. So these are Scots. Uh, okay, so they're Scots, but they're also moving in fast motion. Yes, they do some Benny Hills. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. The, okay, now we're doing Benny Hill. Because Benny Hill's funny, Jeff. Can you imagine some of the producers talking about this movie or, like, the director talking, like, storyboarding this? Like, now we'll have this thing that plays well in America, and then we'll have this thing that plays well in America. I I like the idea that they were just, like, trying to figure it out and just, like, things would just show up on TV and be like, "Ah, that's going in it. 
Perfect. Well, I, they all per- laugh at it and they're like, hey, this should go in our movie. Yeah, let's just steal this. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> um, so Lily takes out a bunch of these soldiers with a rope and kidnaps Wayne Newton. She does Wayne- it with like Assassin's Creed moves. Yes. And Don Wen and all these guys are already there. Somehow. Somehow. So they're teamed up with the Scots already. And then Wayne Newton gets kidnapped. Um, they try to drive away, but the driver says he doesn't know how to drive. And the driver is, uh, one of these two guys that ends up just on this team after this scene. Yeah. They just, they're, yeah, they're just there. They weren't recruited. They weren't asked onto the team. They're just kind of there. It's like when you spend a year or two in high school and you develop a really good core of friends and then somebody is just appears. You're like, where did, yeah, where did you come from? <laughs> when is this person involved in this? It's like the, did you see the episode of Community with Jack Black? No. They're like, where did you, like, he just walks in and is like, I'm part of the study group. And they're like, where did you come from? He's like, I've always been here. And then it was a montage of him just like uh, superimposed into scenes. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like that. Yeah. It's like, oh, I, I, I guess you're part of the crew. Okay. I guess you're right. Um. So they try to drive away, but then they cr- crash the car because one of these racist? guys doesn't know how to drive. Is this racist against the Scots? Yeah, because we all know the Scots don't know how to drive. Yeah, that's a well-known trope against the Scots. With <laughs> right, with their uh, with their slanty eyes. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> sorry. Come on, man. Uh, I'm sorry, Scotsman. Um, so Lily is released. No, no, no. Wait, she gets captured. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then Lily is released. Because uh, they don't they don't need a woman on this team, but she's not going to leave without Wayne Newton, so she's on the team now. <laughs> yeah, she just decides she's on the team, which is what I'm. It made me wonder uh, who is clingier? Is she clingier, or is the nurse from Death Machines clingier? Hmm. Good question. I think this woman actually has a long term relationship going with this guy, but then again, you never know. What if she's built all this into her head? And Wayne Newton just shows up, like, occasionally to bang. <laughs> yeah, this could be, like, 95% in her head. Like, she, this is all, like, something she decided. We don't know this from his side. It's true. We never get his side of this. Um, anywho, uh, it's a good thing she is clingy because she saves his ass multiple times. So many times. She's, like, the one competent person on this team. In this entire crew. And they yeah. keep kicking her out or losing track of her. Yes, and then she comes and saves. Like they, this, I think it would be much more boring if she stuck around because she would like keep them from getting into shenanigans. Right, you, keep you them wouldn't on the have a movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would just be a straight line to the Nazi camp. The Nazi would Japanese. All these, these wacky offshoots. Uh, these five different movies in this movie. Um. So Lily is released. Oh, she won't go. Yeah. Uh, we get two more members who have joined. Uh, Absurd Mustache and Manchild. Absurd mm-hmm. Mustache is the one that crashed the car. Uh, Manchild flirts with, Lil- flirts with Lily after she sees Lily and Wayne Newton fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Lily uses him to make Wayne Newton jealous. Yes. And um, real quick here, when she shows up in this, she's like, all right, I'm, she's like, there's $500,000 in this. That's the payment I'm in. That's just something I want to keep in the back pocket that she's like, the payment for this is $500,000. Right, 
Right, right. Um, so some of these jokes that the boys are telling around the campfire are not translating well at all. I just let him go. I was like, I, I just, didn't write uh, them down. I don't understand this joke at all. But I don't get them at all. <laughs> like, I don't understand what they're saying. But everyone's laughing, so they must be good jokes. I mean, they're having a good time. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Um, Jackie Chan. <laughs> they're all drinking soap water and ruining their brains. Um, <laughs> Jackie Chan arrives with his girlfriend from before mm-hmm. and robs the crew. Uh, they expose Wayne Newton and Sherlock Holmes from before. Uh, then they're distracted by this and Don Wen shoots their guns out of their hands. Really perfect easily. precision. Yeah. Perfect precision. And this is what I actually laughed at this because Jackie Chan jumps onto I think the bearded Scott guy and is like holding on to him like you would see like like a monkey hold on to like their trainer. Like he's got <laughs> both legs around him, one arm and he's like he's like directing him around while he's got the pistol. I this is a pretty good, you know, acting on Jackie Chan's part. Totally. Well, I, good physical acting, yes. And and this is another instance of this crew just being a top-notch crew. So the Scottish guy, the bearded Scottish guy, pulled the gun on Jackie Chan, but Jackie yes. Chan got the drop on him. Mm-hmm. And then the he pulls a second gun, a second gun out, and then Emily, the woman, gets the gets the drop on him. It's like, and Dom Wen's like, you know what? You're all actually no. He's like, you're in, Scotsman. You two can leave because he tells Jackie Chan and the girlfriend, which why after what you've just seen, do you not beg Jackie Chan to join your group? Yeah, it's it really feels like if he wants to finish this, he needs to get Jackie Chan. But it doesn't matter because Jackie Chan's gone again. Yeah, trade like all of the five guys he has already for Jackie Chan and you go with Jackie Chan, Annie Oakley and yourself and you get this done in 10 minutes. Dude, just hang back. Let Jackie Chan and Annie Oakley do it. Don Wen's pretty – he's useful. Don Wen can useful. come along. Yeah, but we find out later that he's – Yeah. I mean, there might but be then a there's reason. there's also less reason to – oh, so he keeps the incompetence around so they do screw everything exactly. up. Exactly, because he I needs – yeah, he needs he needs them to screw well, it up give at the very away. last second. Yeah. <laughs> don't give it all away, Jeff. <laughs> don't give it all away. Uh, so uh, Don Wen lets them escape. Chinese hobo. Uh, also known as Old Sun. This is the next morning. He puts, mm-hmm. uh, he plays a little uh, classic Chinese prank. Puts a soap in a cup of soup. I thought it was salt. Was it salt? I think it was salt, a whole bag of salt. I thought salt. it was like powdered soup. Or Either powdered, way. Salt, powdered yeah. soap. Could be salt. Maybe it's salt. Um, anyway, he puts it in absurd must- mustaches soup. Uh, which he, which then he gives to Lily. Okay. Mm-hmm. As a token of his appreciation. And then Lily gives it to Manchild, who eats it, but he's unaffected. He loves it. He likes it. Mikey likes it. He's just chowing down. So Chinese hobo thinks something's gone wrong. He tries it, and it's super gross. So he goes to wash his mouth out in the disgusting river water. Which has two dead guys in it? Yes, he sees two dead bodies, and he shouts, Ambush. Ambush. Why are the dead bodies there? Who killed the dead bodies? Uh, whoever's about to ambush them. That doesn't make sense. Well, yes, it does, because they're about to be ambushed by scarecrows. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was like flathead KKK ha- helmets or hats. Yeah, they don't have the points. Yeah, but it. where are they at this point? 
Are they in Canada? Are they in Luxembourg? Uh, they're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> they're on the way. They're, they're the on plane. the way. They're, uh, this is in one of the islands up in Canada. Correct, yes. It's this a real, awesome. like, land of the law situation where it's like there's, like, a hot spring. So this island is, like, uh, has a forest even though it's in the middle of the Arctic. Yeah, one dude started a sex cult out in an island off the coast of Canada. Hey, you know what? Weirder things have happened. But, yeah, they're, like, are these – okay, so are these the By the way, Amazons? Before- before we go on, Manchild has armor and a German war helmet. Oh yeah, so he just all of a sudden has he he has he started with the helmet. At yes. some point, he ended up with the helmet, and then now he has the armor. Yes. At another point, he has the flail, and then at the other point, he has a shield. He just keeps adding. He just becomes more and more of a knight. Yes, and it's I'm here for it. It's awesome. Um. So yes, you're you're making a good point. There are they in the Amazon, which would mm-hmm. be south. It means they're going the wrong direction. Yeah, the Amazon is in South America. They're going the wrong direction. But they're going to hit all the spots, all the hot spots. I don't think... Oh, here... This is the part... Um, because it is an ambush, and they get chased by these scarecrows. This is the part where Don Wen is shot and killed. Or so we well, think. I was going to say, or is he, Joe? Um, they escape, most of them. Mm-hmm. And we get some slapstick that involves Chinese hobos naked ass. Yes. Uh, Grease Lightning's anal penetration with a worn with a war helmet, German war helmet with the spike. Yeah, the Kaiser helmet. Yeah. Uh, Wayne Newton gets shot in the ass with a crossbow. So like each one of these people gets their ass played with a little. Just and, a little. And then does something to someone else's ass. Just a little. And so, but two it's of real, them now have. It's a real human centipede thing going on. And two of them now have gaping wounds in their asses. Yes. So, I mean, actually, we don't know, depending on how expertly that Kaiser helmet was placed, there may not oh, be a gaping wound there. Depending on how much practice there's been on yeah, Greased Lightning's may... part. Hey, dude, Joe. Some Greased, greased Lightning? Training. Oh, hey. <laughs> I think we know where he got the name, huh? I think we know where he got the nickname Greased Lightning from. The greasiest man in town. Um, so Lily puts an end to these, uh, this crude humor and shenanigans. She calls it off. And then she, she, um, oh wait, absurd mustache apologizes with a gift to Wayne Newton and they all laugh and he like really forces this cigar. It's a cigar. Yeah. On he's to like, Wayne take Newton. the cigar, take the cigar. He's like, you have to have it. And he's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> And they're all laughing and joking with gaping wounds. I would just like to point out one guy got speared in the rectum. The other guy got shot in the, in the butt cheek, in the butt cheek. And this is where I say, again, I have no idea what's happening right now. This is, I am completely lost. No, there are so many times in this movie where you're just like, you, you just kind of have to just accept the movie on its terms. So many times you're just like, okay, you so check this- out, you check back in and you assume you haven't missed much. Yeah. And Joe, you haven't usually. <laughs> um this is when they all realize they've been standing in the middle of a ghost town this whole time yeah it's like a like, ghost village yeah a whole a whole old village that they're just like huh this is convenient that we're here for the for the ongoing plot and no one's here which is weird but joe they are there they really are there um so they could not Newton, be let they could not be more there but first wayne Lou newton lights his cigar but it's a joke cigar that explodes and gets him kicked off Twitter. Oh, Joe, because he does blackface. It's a blackface. 
He loses his gig at SNL. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wayne Newton was going to be the uh, Chinese Wayne Newton was going to be the uh, the new Asian guy, the second Asian guy they allow onto the show. Joe, they're not allowed to have two Asian guys at one time. Come on. Not at one time. No. Um. So uh, ribbon wielding. Oh, ribbon wielding scarecrows emerge. And capture everyone with laser sound effects. Joe, they don't emerge. They, like, shoot out of the roofs. Out of the roofs. Yes, they fly out of these buildings and just, it's like they're TPing this this group. But they're, they're, but it's multicolored ribbons. But they're able to, like, catch them with these ribbons. Yeah, it's insane. Like, capture them and wrap them up and, like, detain them with them. Yeah, and it it doesn't make any, like, they're, they're tactical scarves is what they are. Yes, and they're very long. Um, yeah. And Joe, all of this is a better uh, Amazonian is, yeah. thing than Wonder Woman 1984. Ah, very good. Got her. You got Take her. that, Gal Gadot. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. Um, Kristen Wiig in a serious role. And Pedro Pascal. Absurd. Absurd. Just I saw general. his head get crushed. <laughs> yeah, how um, is he still alive? There's a reason he wears a helmet in the Mandalorian. His head is crushed. Um, we get a Chinese hobo who tries to... Oh, Chinese hobo, old son, tries to abandon the team, but is captured. Oh, this is also where we should say this is like the Cirque du Soleil scene. This is the second Cirque du Soleil scene we get. Yes, this is even more Cirque du Soleil. And they're all Amazon, so they're Cirque du Soleil ladies. Thank you very much. Let's continue. Okie doke. Xena... Mullet princess arrives. Oh, dude. Okay, Xena is so her her hair is so tall, Joe. It's very big. It's like a three story mullet. It's crazy. It's big hair. It's large. <laughs> this is why you were sure she was American. This I, I thought, thought, yeah. This is like you'd see it like uh like uh in a diner in an eighties movie. Like she's a small town diner like waitress. Right, 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 right. Um, but she's also Xena. Warrior. She's also Xena. She's all like dressed to the nines. Uh, every girl in this movie is attracted to <laughs> to the mentally handicapped guy in a helmet. That's <laughs> great, Joe. He is a man who knows and I did what. Not, he... And I did not use mentally handicapped in my notes. <laughs> yes, this guy has uh, developmental issues. They don't address it. He's just wacky, but he clearly has some sort of developmental issues. He's very slow. He's yeah. very, very slow. And he's afraid of things. He wakes up in the middle of the night and, like, asks people to stay with him. And, like, his buddy is always, like, stroking his face, like, to, to calm, calm him. him. Yeah. <laughs> Giving him, like, Play-Doh. <laughs> uh, this is an American tribe, or no, an Amazonian tribe of Native Americans led by a man in a tuxedo. No exaggeration. <laughs> Joe, this is what really got me, because it feels like there's this in every single movie. Native American Amazons <laughs> led by a guy in a tuxedo in the middle of somewhere that's either Canada or Luxembourg or maybe right. China. Right. How many times are we going to repackage the same thing? I feel like we've watched this movie 10 times for this podcast alone. Just this this concept right this here. Exact concept. Um, ridiculous. Uh, he rambles about how he's an artist or something and he'll kill and destroy everything that is not beautiful. He's the most interesting person in this movie. What's his deal? Yeah, what is his? I want to. I want a prequel. I want a solo, a Star Wars story about this guy. 
he's like he's a knockoff Bond villain. Like he's a Bond villain that didn't make the cut. He could just straight up be a Bond villain for as much as this movie cares about intellectual copyrights. It's true. But what is his master plan exactly? Uh, to have a bunch of ladies around him at all times and to kill anything imperfect. And, and he's got a rope. Comes by really. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Crazy. Oh, dude, what if this guy is like the creator of the one child policy? What? Why? Oh, so he has all. So he he takes all the 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 girl babies. Uh huh. So it's like a wildlings thing. Yeah. Joe. I think I, think I stumbled something. onto a Chinese conspiracy. <laughs> a Chai-Com conspiracy, Joe? A Chai-Con, as they call them. Um, yes. Lily flirts with him, and he cuts her free. Yeah. Um, then she pretends to turn on the group, and specifically Wayne Newton. She says she hates him. Uh, but when the tuxedo guy tells her to kill Wayne Newton, she tries to shoot him. But the gun is empty. Oh no, Joe! Who she could have seen this possibly? Who could have possibly seen this coming, Joe? I've never seen this in a movie before. Uh, yeah. Okay. I like that. You go. You do the. Uh, we've seen the Amazonian Native Americans led by a tuxedo guy all the time. All but the who's time. Ever, who's ever seen a, a deceptive move like this? Where the gun has no bullets in it, Joe? I was at the edge of my seat. I mean, maybe if it had like if it backfired into her forehead, but that's something fresh. Well, but... then she would have blackface again, just like just like Billy. Right. Um. So the gun's empty. She's imprisoned. Tuxedo is very uh, disappointed in her, but he's very appreciative of his flower. Yes. Which he throws into the water, and then what sounds like the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme plays. He throws, and it's like boom, boom, boom. I was like, do they preemptively rip off the Curb theme? <laughs> oh. And then we cut to the picture that you sent me of the mo- from this movie, and you're like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I think I just wrote, I give up. <laughs> Uh, our heroes are put in the stocks and emasculated yes. because these stocks are painted like naked ladies. Which, in a village full of ladies, I don't think would be emasculating. Like, why would they be like, yeah, and you're a woman, just like... Yeah, you little us. bitch. <laughs> like all of us, the strong Amazonian women. You're a woman, like us. This yeah, is a woman. You somehow. You guys are women. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we have we have drawn nudity in this movie. Drawn nudity. Um, one of them like just has one boob out. It's like it's, she's half covered. Dude, it's a samurai cop out. special. It is. <laughs> um, now this movie's stealing the theme from Halloween too, Jeff. Yep. Clearly. Literally, actually, not like when we said it was Curb or AT or anything like this is literally actually. This is just the Halloween theme. I think I have it teed up. Hold on. <laughs> so you can all hear. Actually, this is from a later scene because they use it twice when they're in the haunted house. Oh, yeah. This movie has a haunted house. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want short? Let me join you. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. 
And that other noise is them playing, the ghosts playing Mahjong, which we'll get to. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> First, we got to finish this sub movie. Yeah, there's um, like eight movies in this movie. There's so many, and they're all different genres. Yeah, and they all just, they just start halfway through the movie. Yeah, we're supposed to know that ghosts play Mahjong. Joe, you don't know about the Mahjong ghosts? They don't. What? That's very culturally insensitive. <laughs> um, Lily escapes, and then she is recaptured, because now they're stealing a scene from Planet of the Apes. Okay, yeah, they were chasing her with the with the horses. Yeah, but they she escapes because they let her go, because they want her to run away. Mullet Lady wants her to run away so that she can kill her in the forest. Yes, you're right. Which, why doesn't she just plug her in the cage? Well, because then her master would find out, and... Um... Uh, have sex with her or something. I don't know. <laughs> the worst thing that could happen to her. I don't thing. know what his end game is. <laughs> um, yes, Xena Mullet Princess uh, tracks down Lily and is going to kill Lily for being too hot. Uh, that's really what it comes down to. Basically. Yeah, she's like, I'm so jealous. Why are you? Why are you hot? I'm the, I'm hot the one, one that's supposed to be hot. Um, and then uh, to this woman-on-woman -woman scene, we j see Jackie Chan choking a chicken. Which, by the way, if she just cut her hair, she would look hotter. <laughs> like, she would be <laughs> instantly hotter than Annie Oakley. Joe, it's not allowed in the 80s. Um, Jackie Chan arrives, and he is, what'd you say? You said choking he was his chicken. choking his chicken. Yeah, he which... chases a chicken out of the forest. <laughs> choking his chicken <laughs> right there. Um, he shows he's really good at beating up girls, including this mullet lady. Yeah, he just goes to town on these people. He's, he's a pro. You, you know, men, you know, who knows? But you throw 20 women at him, he'll beat the hell out of all of them. Which this Amazonian village really takes a beating in this movie. Like, they're arguably the worst hit. Like, worse than the Nazis. Worse than the Scots. Like, this Amazonian village just gets leveled. The Native American Amazonian, the yes. Amazonians uh, took a beating in this film. Yeah, you missed the um, extended cut scenes, the director's cut, uh, where they arrive with blankets. <laughs> and there are some survivors, and they start, and then as they walk away, the survivors are like, <coughs> <coughs> right. <laughs> um, JC Jackie Chan. I started calling him JC. Which I realize is kind of offensive. <laughs> a little bit. Um, JC says, uh, oh, here's me fighting and you stand and watch. But it sounds like, here's me farting and you stand and watch. Hey, man. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, watch somebody let it go. Just watch a guy fart around for a little bit. Uh, turns out JC, Jack Chan, was tracking Lily the whole time to mm -hmm. rob her again. Yep, and then uh, I just wrote Jackie Chan gets friend zoned. <laughs> I don't know why. Is Jackie Chan still trying to get with her? Because he has think, a girl. Yeah, he has a girl. I think he like tries to have them team up. Maybe like he's like, you've got some moves. Why don't you join us? I and think she's... doesn't she say that about him? Why did I write Jackie Chan gets friend zoned? I don't know because it seems like she's kind of coming on to him. And then he's like, hey, hey, okay, maybe I will. And she's like, no, thank you. I got to go save the guys. <laughs> That's why he got friend zoned. She let him on and then friend zoned him. 
And that you're right. That is a little friend zoning. And then she's like, I got to go with these guys so you can get your money. Remember? He's she's like, like, oh, yeah. So money. Nice, like a brother. Yes. <laughs> it's great to have such a good friend like you, Jackie Chan. It's just great to have someone to talk to, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody who just doesn't want to, you know, get with me. I mean, Wayne Newton has that body, but you. Yeah. You, you you're a great listener, Jackie Chan. You got a good you got a good head on your shoulders. You'll you'll find somebody. Yeah, don't worry. You'll I wish I could somebody. find somebody like you, Jackie Chan. <laughs> Not you, but somebody like you. Maybe old hobo guy. <laughs> uh, Wayne Newton has an idea, so we cut back to Wayne Newton. Um. Oh, also wait before we get there, Jackie Chan's like going on and on. About how his girlfriend, I don't know her name. Emily, Joe. Emily? That's Emily. Emily basically runs the show. Like, she forces him to fight these bigger guys than him. It's an abusive relationship. Basically, everything he's done is because Emily has told him to. And he doesn't seem to have any agency. Like, when he's talking about her, he's like, I do what Emily says. Emily's the smart one. That's because this is Jackie Chan in the triads in real life. Right, Emily's a stand-in for the triads. That's right, yeah. He's like, you don't understand, I don't have a choice. They will take my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> um, they will take my moneymakers. Uh, so Wayne Newton, we go back to the camp. Wayne Newton's got an idea. Okay, bulletproof plan here. This they- This moment right here. This is when the movie, which was already off the rails, just goes... Enters complete- the stratosphere. It... It's like the train at the end of uh, Back to the Future 3, where it just goes it's off the rails off the and cliff. flies away. Like, this thing, this is, at this moment, this is where it just flies off the rails entirely. I think it's a pretty solid plan. If they take all of their clothes off, all these horny broads will definitely let them go and probably bang them, too. That's what he says. He's like, can't you see they're all very horny? Look at these like, horny broads. That's his plan. <laughs> Look, two two guys like us, two studs in our primes, like you and me, Chinese hobo. <laughs> well, Joe, there they just call him hobo. <laughs> You're right. It's just hobo there. So uh, just hobo thinks it's worth a shot. So he joins in. He's like, what's the worst case scenario? What are they going to do? Cook me? <laughs> they get boiled alive. <laughs> they are very just like blasé. They're in these, like, pots, these wooden pots, huge, giant wooden pots over fire, and their heads are poking out of these holes in the tops of these pots. Yeah, which I feel like they would be a little bit more worried if they were boiling alive, but... Yeah, they're like, oh boy, Looks how like do we get we out of this ourselves. one? Yeah, how are we going to get out of this one? Uh, li- well, I'll tell you how they're going to get out, Jeff. How's little that? little woman by the name of Lily arrives. Is she back? She's back. Better than ever. And she's pretending to be captured. Um, She ambushes how, the tribe. How does this plan work? Did she kill all those other Amazonians and was pulling their horses? They're like all tossed like, out and they're on the horses and they all have like ropes attached to her. She pulls the rope. I don't know how she strapped them in and then pulled them off so easily. Yeah. Also, this is the second time they did this specific gag, which is it looks like. One person has gotten captured, but they also, but that person has captured everybody else. Cause that's what they do with Don Wen earlier. This is just the same beat as Don Wen. Right, right. Exactly the same. Yes. Um, but also, I feel like 
they would, the horses would go like two feet and then one of them would fall off. It was just like slide off the side. Yeah. And then she has to go back and put them up. Like this probably took forever for her to get there. That's why it's like nightfall by the time she gets back. Yeah. She only made it like 30 feet away. That's what I was saying. She's like a tenth of a mile outside the outside of this compound, but it took her all night to get back. Right. Because um, this stupid plan that doesn't even matter. Because she just yanks them all off and then like. Yeah, she could have just snuck. We saw her sneak into a base earlier. She right. didn't need this. She can sneak. She's right. good at totally sneaking. Can sneak. Yeah. She she snuck into a base that presumably has better technology than these Amazonians. Who use tactical scarves as their main form of weapons. Right. <laughs> Keep in mind, she infiltrated a World War II allied base earlier in this movie. Just bring giant gag scissors and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, just those scissors you used to like uh, um, grand opening. The, yeah, grand opening scissors. Um... So the men have all disguised themselves as Lily's kicking ass, okay? Mm-hmm. The men have the disguised themselves as Native American women. And Joe, is this in in the you watched the uh Daily Motion version of this, right? With the subtitles? Or you watched the, I watched YouTube? the YouTube version of it. Did did yours have it just switch to a blue screen real fast? Yes. Okay. So that's in every copy of this movie then. Yes. There's one scene I think it's in the opening scene where the generals are going over stuff where it looks like it cuts to a person watching a TV screen of this. <laughs> Did you notice this too? And then, yes. and then they're in the war room. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause it's, it's wild. <laughs> Joe, this is, it's, uh, whoo. Yeah. Turns out Communist China did not have the most visionary directors and producers. No, or the best budget in the world for this kind of stuff. Um, so we get a woman. Okay, so there's all lots of chaos, yeah. And these men have uh, pushed out, and they're trying to sneak off, basically leave Lily to like kill these people or be killed. But in the chaos, they're gonna escape. Either way, it's not their problem. Either way, it's not their problem. But then a woman tribesman catches them and notices that they're the guys, the prisoners. Uh, but, but it's okay because their throat gets slit and everyone laughs. <laughs> Everybody loves it. Just in the middle. And it's it's like arterial it's spray on this guy's face. <laughs> yes. And then we get a hard cut to the Scotsman laughing hard. <laughs> Dude, they love it. But it's so wild because they're just like digging this stuff. And she just like kind of leans over and is like. Basically, like, hey, what are you guys up to? Like, she's not, like, trying to capture them. Yeah, she probably would have been like, okay, okay, just go. Just go, yeah. But no, they just grab her and just slit her throat. And these are the bumbling Scotsmen do this. It's right. like their one, their one, like, bit of proficiency is just slitting a throat. Dude, it's their jam. They love it. Those <laughs> Scots, they love it. This is their jam. Um. So, Lily fires a machine gun into a tent. Uh... And with just expert precision, because she kills everyone but the two Scotsmen. Yeah, and she somehow, I think she unlocks, she like shoots the lock too. Because the one Scotsman, because the one Scotsman is in a cage and the other one's not. Okay, yeah. They, they put the, uh, the, the tard in a cage. <laughs> Joe! Um, the men are rigging the camp with explosives. And murdering more women who they call bitches. Do they really? Yeah, they're like, bitches. Let's kill these bitches. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that, yeah. I wrote it down right here. 
Because it's Old Sun, Billy, and Grease Lightning are, are setting up all the explosives, which they, they don't need to be dressed as the Amazons, I don't think. No. No. There's so much chaos going on. They're not focused on her. They're focused on Lily, who's somehow taking out this entire village. Yeah. Lily is the only competent person in this entire film. Yes. But then she teams up with these two bo- these uh, Scotsmen. And uh, narrowly escapes a series of explosions that go off while, uh, oh, that that white out the screen because it's such crappy camera quality. Yeah, it's not good camera quality. I I just stopped, like, trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, all right, explosions are happening. Every shot is just going white. So um, they got to make up for all the blackface. Put a little white face on this. A little white face, yeah. Um, But then... uh, yeah, so they, this is basically a lot like X versus Sever. <laughs> just a lot of explosions. It really is. Just so many explosions that I'm just like, okay. Like, I, it's hard to get tired of explosions, but it's like if they're just in sequence for minutes at a time, you're just like, all right. Yeah, I mean, I've seen plenty. Look, every 90s movie had like 50 explosions in it, but they were yeah. spaced out over the course of the movie. So you like remember each one. Like, this is just, it's just all blurs together. This is just like, throwing all the paint and making brown yeah it's just it's it's yeah there's nothing there's there's no there's nothing worth watching in this at this part yeah like i said i zoned out while explosions were on my screen which i'm a child of the 90s you know how hard that is for (laughs) very hard yeah for there to be explosions on my screen for me to be like all right whatever uh they can't find lily um because she's escaped alone and shoots the tuxedo guy in the back as he's escaping on horseback. I'm mm-hmm. assuming this is the tuxedo guy. We don't get a shot of his front, but it has to be, right? Yeah. And at this point, uh, oh, we missed the part where uh, the one guy throws a potato masher grenade into the Scots suit of armor. Yes. Yes. I just. Okay. <laughs> and then he kind of pokes his head out like a turtle. Like it's a turtle. Yeah. And then he, like, looks in and goes, ooh, look what I've found. Oops! And then he, like, drops it. And then he blows up a lot of people without hurting himself. Right. As he jumps. Yeah. And, okay, now everybody leaves. And now the Scotsman has a shield. And now we're in a new movie. (laughs) We are in Scooby-Doo. The guys stumble across a spooky mansion and decide to settle in for the night. Uh, First, the Chinese hobo empties his gun. As he enters, he just empties his clip. He's like, I'll check and I'll see what's going on in there. Goes inside, immediately starts just blasting. Yep. And and they're like, well, is everything okay? He's like, yeah, I was just, you know, just checking. I just felt like shooting stuff. (laughs) We've all been there. Uh, No joke. This movie has ghosts now. Yep. More than one type of ghosts, too. They all settle in for the night. And there's in a room with a coffin in it. Yeah, um, uh, which, why are you, they're in a mansion. Why is one everybody in the same room? Which I get for OPSEC, but two, why, why are you in the coffin room? Yeah, why are you in the coffin room? <laughs> there's tons of rooms you can go You see there's plenty of space in this house because a guy goes down and plays Mahjong with ghosts. There's all kinds of space. There's, the, sh- there's can... uh, the room 237 of this place. Yeah. The... <laughs> is that room, two... is it 237? I think it's 237. Uh Yes, The Shining. Okay. Okay. Glad I got that number right, because there were a lot of numbers to choose from. <laughs> There's um, a, Pick a number. You could have chosen it. Uh, so, there's ghosts, yes. Uh, first ghost 
kind of uh, does some dad exercises and then uh, smells everyone in their sleep. Yes, this it like hopped out. So this is why I had to do research. This, this is doing like it's doing like planks. Calisthenics. It's doing calisthenics. calisthenics. But this is a, a type of ghost, a hopping ghost hopping in ghost. China, which dude, you don't need to have a specific type of ghost that hops. Correct. Like chill out. Chill out, China. Correct. China. China. Chill out. <laughs> chill out. <laughs> um absurd mustache guy. Uh, slaps Manchild because Manchild sees this thing and then goes berserk. But then Absurd Mustache slaps Manchild with his foot. Uh, and then Manchild attempts to pants him. Yeah, there's a lot of like gay chicken in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Just so much. He's like, you pervert, I'm going downstairs. And yeah, then- he's. Yeah, he's he gets so hopping mad that he his boy tried to, you know, go down on him that he's like, I'm out. <laughs> tried to eat his ass a little bit. <laughs> he just wanted to eat his ass to show appreciation for keeping him alive this long. Um Yeah, so absurd mustache goes downstairs. We get the Halloween two theme again. Again, yeah. And he stumbles across ghosts playing Mahjong, who are like ghost soldiers. And so he decides to join them. You know what they look? They look like, uh, like if you think about like opium den guys, that's what they look like. They're all dressed in in soldier gear though. Yeah, like old like robe, like long robe things. They look like opium den guys to me. They look like Japanese Colonel Clinks. <laughs> well, there's a lot of Japanese Colonel Clinks in this movie. <laughs> um, so Wayne Newton finds a woman eating grapes in another in the room 237 of this match. Yeah, with like, with something written on her cheek. Uh Le- Ledlum. <laughs> Come on, Joe. <laughs> uh, okay. So they're playing Pie Gal, these ghosts. No, they're playing Mahjong. Oh, no, they're playing Mahjong. That's right. I had to cross it out. Okay, Mahjong. You had to do research to figure out what game these ghosts were playing. Because both have dominoes in them. Or tiles. Uh, Anyway, Mahjong ghosts are cheating like crazy at this game. Dude, a ghost detaches its head from its body to cheat? (laughs) He does not freak out about that. He's like, hey, hey, back over there, mister. I know this gag. I've seen, I, dude, I've seen so many floating heads. I don't need another one, okay? <laughs> um, yeah, some cool special effects here where, like, his head goes yellow and detaches from his body. It's definitely not a light effect where they just made everything go dark and a spotlight on his head. Right. Um, he tries, uh, okay. Obs- yeah, I said Absurd Mustache doesn't catch on to the supernatural elements for a really long time. Because then that same guy, or a different guy, reaches his hand under the table to, like, yeah. grab some of the tiles. A different guy, yeah. And he's like, what is Because he tries to talk and he to he grabs guy. his hand first. He's yeah. like, oh, you. <laughs> yeah, so the guy, to, to make the, the Scotsman, like, lift up the tiles to show him. Right. These ghosts are haunting this house specifically so they can entrap passers-by into a game of mahjong which they then cheat at (laughs) cheat at it (laughs) these ghosts are spending eternity just cheating random passers-by isn't there an easier way if you're like a group of ghosts to cheat at mahjong than to like detach your head in front of somebody or like slip your hand in front of them you're ghosts 
You you can do whatever you want. Just have one guy like hovering behind them. Yeah, just a guy go invisible, or have a guy possess the other guy. Right. Yeah, it's. It, uh, but he like he like turn when the guy grabs the mahjong tiles and stuff. He like turns to this other guy. He's like, this guy's cheating. Like that's <laughs> right. what he's worried about. This guy doesn't care that there's ghosts around him. He's like worried about the fact that they're cheating. Well, he hasn't caught on yet that he's go that these are ghosts. Yeah. Keep in mind this is one of the Scotsmen. Yeah, this is this is the crazy this is the smart Scotsman. Scotsman. This is the smart Scotsman, yes. Um You know what they say, how many Scotsmen does it take to screw in a light bulb? At least two if it's these guys. It's at least two in a supervisor. <laughs> um so this time uh yeah, this time absurd mustache realizes what's going on. He decides yeah. he's gonna escape. But then he gets attacked by Chinese Freddy Krueger. Well, they all get attacked at some point by Chinese Freddy Krueger. But the reason he knows is because he's like, this guy's cheating. You got to look into this. And the ghost is like, OK, and turns his head entirely <laughs> he around. Himself. You're right. And then, then he's like, wait a second. You are not work. Your head detached. Your arm is freakishly long. I think something might be wrong. Yeah. It, so one of them. Yeah. One of them's the headless horseman, the other one's the poltergeist, and the other one's the exorcist. <laughs> and he's like, you know, two out of three I could have been okay with, but, but all not three all three of them. And then, yeah, and then Freddy Krueger shows up. It's like, good God, man! Freddy Krueger grabs his head from behind yeah. with his knife fingers, um, and somehow doesn't cut his face at all. <laughs> Just knives right next to his eyeball. It, Joe, he's good. He's he's well practiced at grabbing with. With uh, with knives. He's all set. So this is where Manchild, because Manchild and Hobo were still upstairs. Manchild says, "I'll go anywhere you go." And Hobo says, "I'm going to take a crap." And Manchild says, "Shit." Yeah. And I thought that was the most clever scene in the movie. <laughs> it was the best. That's why I, I was like, "That's the whole movie was worth it." That is some smart wordplay. Mm -hmm. It's some smart situational comedy. Yeah, and uh, the the we missed it. The Scotsman. Wakes up Billy, who just screams at him. Like, he's just yeah. like, what are you doing? Wake up? Up. <laughs> like, dude, there's ghosts, man. Wait, is it Billy? No, it's Old Son, right? Is it Old Son? Or no, was it Billy from before? Because Billy then goes to the room 237. Yeah, that's what, yeah, we missed that he screams at him. You're right, yeah. It's like, get back in your cage. <laughs> um, So the hobo is crapping, uh, does a bit with a ghost painting in the bathroom. Like a little wink bit, right? Yeah. Like they imitate each other. Which, I mean, how drunk is this homeless, this hobo on like a baseline where he's like, oh yeah, I'm playing games with this post, this painting in this bathroom. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then uh, he realizes something's wrong when a Freddy Krueger hand offers him a piece of toilet paper, which, which would hurt. <laughs> <laughs> and it would, and it hurts. Yeah. Uh, but he was just being helpful. He was. He's like, hey, man, can you pass me some TP underneath the stall? It's just torn to ribbons. It's <laughs> just, it to just Edward Scissorhands handing it to him. Just. Um, it's just trying to, like, put it back together into a little ball. Just crumpling into it. a ball that he'll be able to grip and pinch on one side. <laughs> uh, Grease Lightning comes across a dinner table. Because, right, mm -hmm. Grease Lightning's in this film. Yeah. Remember? 
Grease Lightning, the guy who just comes across food. He just he, finds food. That's right. And doesn't question it. But this time, the main course is severed human hands. Ooh. And whose so he, hands? Who, who knows? Uh, because then a bunch of hands pop up. And, and then this is just insane. Like This is where everything goes to shit. Again. Yeah. Again. It just keeps, like, this... the the. It just keeps escalating. Right. It, it's like they're going yes and with everything, but it just has to get yes crazier. And. Never say no, this yeah. the director says and screenwriter. Y- yes and. The ghosts now mimic him. Um. So first we go back to Wayne Newton, who's about to bang this grape girl. Uh, but she turns into a skeleton. And people are going to say this is a Shining ripoff, but it's clearly a skeleton. So it's different. It's different, yeah, and and it's 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 the skeleton is just like one of those skeletons you had in like your science class, and the skeleton's <laughs> supposed to be moving, and the guy's just like shaking the skeleton, be like, ah, oh, it's attacking me, and there's also like a, an imposed head that's like blue lit instead of yellow lit this time. Joe, it's this like is sitting insane. on the on the couch and laughing. Uh, Anywho, and then gets real crazy because it says uh then the grim reaper shows up no wait not yet okay i was gonna say grease lightning first does jazz hands with a bunch of ghosts yes he 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 finds out that there's life from beyond the grave and the first thing he does is do a little dance number with them right because he does like the stomp the little stomp dance and he does the little jazz hands and he's like nice remember that uh it was a commercial either from the late 90s or like early thousands where it's like Doom, doom, doom. It was like a stomp commercial. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Start stomping and then... Tick, 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 Wasn't that like for, like, old navy pants or something? I have no idea what it was. Um, But anyway, yeah, these guys all do jazz hands. And then he runs away, but then he gets captured. Uh, Now all the guys are about to be sacrificed to the devil by the ghosts who are now a cult. Yeah, the god of darkness will take their blood as an offering. What they say? Yes. <laughs> the Joe, God this, of darkness. I would like to remind you, this movie started as a World War II movie where I four generals like got remind, captured. Okay, I would like to remind you that we are like 20 minutes to go and there's no Nazis yet. <laughs> yes, this movie as billed as the reason we said we can't tell you what's going on is because it was billed as having Nazis. There are well, still no know. Nazis. <laughs> there are still no Nazis. But Joe, we end up with plenty of Nazis. Jeff, can you even imagine? That's why they went with the Nazi thing. Can you imagine trying to one sentence synopsis this? Joe, stuff happens. My brain would bleed. <laughs> Joe, I have to do a little synopsis of the movie in the description, and I'm just like, not happening. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now all the guys that are about to be sacrificed. Guess who arrives, Jeff? Is it Lily? It is Lily. She's back. To save the men again. Does she bazooka a ghost by chance? She bazookas a ghost. <laughs> Who just like flies at her like a here's for all the Harry like Potter a heads. A real dementor. Real dementor vibes. Huh? Yeah. Huh? Hey, hey, huh? Hey. Uh, she also decapitates one of these ghosts. Yes. Which I don't know how that works. It's, it's a ghost. But his head pops right off. And then they escape through the one thing that ghosts cannot chase you through. Friendship. Friendship. A wall of friendship and fireworks. (laughs) Yeah, she sets up a wall of fireworks. There's 
there's okay there's i just thought about there's got to be some sort of like reason there's fireworks like chinese new year fireworks something about setting off and warding away evil spirits or something like that there's got to be because the chinese invented fireworks so long ago there's got to be some yeah it's there's a symbolic thing going here because they do say pass through the wall of fire or something yeah yeah, exactly. Then <laughs> Wayne Newton's like, it burns. And Lily's like, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it up. Yeah, so here, uh, in traditional Chinese culture, firecrackers were orig- originally used to scare away evil spirits. Okay. Yeah, so that's why there's yeah. fire and stuff. So, yeah, that's why. But, yeah, going through the wall of flame and, yeah. But then she really, like, gets down on herself. Does she kind of beat herself up a little bit here? Yeah, because they go, Lily, we thought you were dead. And this is what she says. She says, <laughs> Relax, the bad people are always the last to die. That's right. And do I look like a good person? <laughs> Jesus, get some therapy, Lily. Jesus Christ. I would like to point out she has risked her life several times to save this group of ding-dongs. Yeah, this mission doesn't work without her. Exactly. <laughs> she has saved, like, these men all owe her a life debt twice in the last 15 minutes of this movie. Dude, if she didn't step in to save them, uh, all of their assholes would be ruined in the like first scene. Well, some of them already are. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. Like that's what was happening the first time she stepped in to save them. That's true. Like, yeah. They were hey just... guys, stop anally penetrating each other with weapons for like 30 seconds. <laughs> but twice in the last, like she comes in, she fixes their whole mess, and they immediately, what do they do? They're like, let's go check out this haunted house. It's like right. trying to take care of like a three-year-old in a room full of butcher knives. They're like, no, 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 stop. That is it. They find like a poster at the at the YMCA for like the their Winchester house. Yeah, <laughs> They're like, hey, this would be kind of cool. Let's go here. Yeah. And she's just like, oh, come on, guys. Um, so Jeff, finally, finally, the crew comes across our our band of heroes comes across a Nazi camp, and you know that it's a Nazi camp. Because there's neon flags outside. Yeah, they love neon, those those Nazis. It's got a nice big swat. I love how they're like, this is a Nazis and uh, they have like an, a giant SS flag. which that. Yeah, it's a Nazi flag and an SS flag, but like one's bright orange and the other's bright green. Yeah, it's it's there are uh, uh, great choices. If were, yeah, it'd be great if they were rainbow flags. Yeah, just, just this is where we get to the point where we start to see Nazis depicted as... And I'm not exaggerating. Literally, I have never seen a Nazi depicted in <laughs> any way similar to how any the Nazis Any one of are these ways. Any of these ways. Well, there's the two Nazi generals. Those are the guys that look like Nazis. They look but like SS officers. And camp, also all these dead Nazis we get first. Look the like Nazis it. don't look like it. The camp doesn't look like it. The, 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 the Nazi army is just a bunch of, like, old station wagons. Right. <laughs> Like literally, I've never With seen Nazi, Nazi symbols spray painted on them. Did you notice that? They're yes, like all, they're... there's like a hundred Oldsmobiles, and they all have like spray painted black swastikas. I I like to think that there's a few swastikas on there that aren't right because they like they got like got the angles wrong. They're like ah shoot, like like they, they the the arms like point into each other, and it's like oh man, I blew it. It's like that's probably... so they do like what like ex Nazis do with their Nazi tattoos and like make them like a pentagram or into like a guy running. Yeah, like a guy, like the AOL guy. Yeah, just <laughs> a lot of ex-Nazis out there with the AOL guy tattoo. They love AIM. <laughs> right. They're like, I don't like change. <laughs> I want to go back to AIM. 
Um, Ooh, that joke's got layers, Joe. Thank you, sir. Well, uh, do, do you know what the uh, Identity Europa is called now? The Nazi group? Is it AIM? It's AIM. I'll be damned. Hey, it's got layers, buddy. There we go. We think at another level. Or we just make jokes we didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, they start firing, but discover all the Nazis are dead already inside. So there's a lot of dead Nazis. Uh, these are Japanese Nazis, to be clear. Uh, then Jackie Chan and his girlfriend arrive, Emily, or whatever her name is. Yeah, Emily. Uh, more Nazis arrive. It was probably like M. Lee, by the way, or like My Lee. <laughs> it probably was, but it was Emily. Emily in this movie. Uh, so more Nazis arrive, uh, this time with some serious Mad Max vibes. Dude, okay. And a ton of flares. <laughs> it's like two to three minutes of just showing these cars driving. Like, they see the cars in the distance. Through a wasteland. Cars, yeah, and it, it's just large state, like, large old, like, Corvette, like, boat cars. Yeah. With just swastikas spray-painted all over them. And just guys standing on them holding flares. All dressed insane and different. And some of them have, like, these crazy masks. Yeah, they, all it's like, brought their, they all brought their costumes from home. Yeah, I, I have literally, like, the <laughs> Nazi army is always this just, like, high. No, here's what doesn't make Every person is the same, but this is like, it's Mad Max. Here's what makes no sense. There was just a scene with a bunch of dead Nazis who were all wearing the brown uniforms. Yes. So why not use those? I don't know. Joe, who killed all those Nazis? We didn't know. address that. Uh, I, I have a theory. Is it is it uh, the guy who's dead? Dan Wen. Yeah, I figured yeah. it was just him. He rolled through first. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. Because um, otherwise there's no answer to that. Hey, hey, Joe, this depiction yeah. of Nazis, of, of the German Socialist Workers Party, huh? I did not see that coming. Hey, drop your mic, unscrew your mic from the wall and drop it on the ground. <laughs> I'm shaking my own hand. There you go. Very A little fist sir. bumping. Uh, so, yes, but they're also Japanese. Um, so, yes, uh, the, the leaders of these Mad Max zombies or at least dress or Mad Max Nazis, Nazis. Sorry, mix them up sometimes. Um, they are at least dressed like real SS officers. Um, we get Erwin Rahman and Heinrich Himmler. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Let's 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 say those names again for the people. Yes, it was Erwin Rahman and Heinrich Himmler. Got him. Joe, you roasted those Japanese Nazis. You sure did. Um, yeah. So <laughs> they also have those hostage generals, remember? But here, okay. Mm. So the generals are back. but They're not there's... back yet. They're like, we have the generals. Well, the idea of the generals existing is back. Well, yeah, but... now the idea of the Nazis is back. Now we're back in the original movie. Yeah, which there's okay. Then there's also this half a million dollars, mm -hmm. which is framed at the beginning of the movie as payment, and then we find out it's actually just half a million dollars that's sitting there in the Nazi camp, and the Nazis also want it. They're right. like, "Your government, just print five hundred thousand more dollars. You don't need to send an expedition out to get this five hundred grand." Well, by the way, like 
they only know they're going there for the generals. So let's say they do this and the generals are there and they get the generals and then they go back to the camp. They're like, okay, where's our money? And they're like, yeah. oh, you're supposed to pick it up. Yeah, it was back at the camp. And it was like, uh... I like, feel... oh, we'll just go back. No, it's probably gone by now. <laughs> yeah, no. And then the... Um, yeah, then they're trying to talk about like what they're going to do with it. Well, uh, they're debating the value of life uh, weighed against the value of money. Yeah, and is it Jackie Chan who says, I'd rather have the money than my life? Correct. Which it's what Jackie Chan says. The phrase is literally, you can't take it with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally the saying about money. You 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 don't have any money when you die. And this Jackie is, Chan's just looking for a way out of this this relationship he's got going with Emily. <laughs> I think this is one of the times where they're just like, this is capitalism. I would rather die than than not have money. Than not have money. Yeah. And they're like, look at this evil bastard. We're going to make him live. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get away. <laughs> he's going to be the winner of this confederacy of dunces. Um, so they plan to fight them in the morning and the survivor uh will blow up everyone yeah but hold on joe this is the nazis plan the nazis are like give us the money and they're like absolutely not and they're like okay this is what we're gonna do we're gonna leave we're gonna give you the night to think about it yeah and then we'll come back in the morning and i'm not exaggerating this is almost line for line what the nazis say they're like, okay, why don't you guys think about it when you come and to your If you senses. don't come back, we're going to have a stern talking. <laughs> yeah. And then everybody leaves. All the Nazis just leave. Yep. For now. For now. Yeah. But then. No, they're, they're Nazis. They're not monsters. Right. <laughs> there, there are rules. Yes. Um, rules of engagement, so Say to what speak. you want about the tenets of national socialism, Joe. At least, At least it was Nathos. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, they all just they make a blood oath basically. Whoever yeah. survives is going to blow up everyone else, and no yeah. one's going to get the money. Um, so yeah, they all agree. Uh, then in the morning, the well, Nazis, they they all agree, and then Emily and Sammy are like, "All right, so this is what we're going to do." Yeah, with the <laughs> a little bit of like crossing fingers behind the back. Yeah, a little right, bit of yeah. Go, start a life. Yeah. <laughs> Because fuck thought, these guys. Who would have thought the forest bandits weren't trustworthy, Joe? <laughs> right, the ones that tried to rob them twice. Yes. Um, so it's the next morning. The Nazis drive their cars directly into the compound, a la Breaker Breaker. Like through the, they're like, all right, we're going to knock everything over. And Joe, the song starts to play again. Uh, the intro song. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, ooh, la, la, la. See the problem is I, I write it down and I can't I can't recant it without recount it without just doing uh last Christmas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 not gonna work. And Joe, this is where they have the yeah. Mentos commercial. Oh, okay. Really? When they're the setting song, up all the explosives. Yeah, the song's playing in the background, the 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 you know, the monkeys beach boys rip off, and then I <clears throat> Grease Lightning does a thumbs up to the camera. Which we he's looking at old son, but he does it to the camera, and it's just clear like Mentos, the fresh maker, is It'd like be the plan. He smiled with his gross teeth. <laughs> that would be pretty great. Um, so they yeah they're gonna fight off all these people, and then uh yeah Jackie Chan's girlfriend wants to quit after this, uh and but she wants J C to live, 
She's a good she's she doesn't want herself to live necessarily. She's just like, I want you to live. And then he's like, This is my plan, is I'm gonna do what I want and you raise my kids. And she's like, I'll be a great mother. Right. <laughs> um here's what I want to do. I want to have kids so you yell at them from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you get off my back for like 30 seconds? Why don't you tell these kids what to do for the rest of their lives? Um, so then it's the morning. We get a lot of shooting, explosions, chaos. Uh, Jackie Chan whips out his eight-barreled shotgun that he bought for 50 whole American dollars. Woo! And it blows him back through the wall. Yeah, he tries to do an Omega gun, but it does not work. His plan backfires. So hey, literally. Uh, things aren't looking good for our heroes at this point. There's a lot of... A lot of Nazis, turns out, and not a lot of them. Joe, they'll get out of this, right? Turns out sicking eight d- random um, criminals on the Nazi army. Three of them you you got the jump on. Right. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't the best. They're a bit overmatched. A little yeah. unprepared. The only ones that are in They spent good. their last 20 minutes fighting ghosts. Go on. <laughs> yeah, so as I say, the only one that's any good that keeps... Um, uh saving their butts was not invited yeah. lily just tags along right but even lily can't can't ward off all of these guys um so this is where wayne newton says lily looks really pretty when she's killing people smooth talker joe to the last <laughs> but then he gets shot to ribbons trying to save lily actually lily was not in trouble <laughs> Wayne Newton was in trouble. Lily kills the guy behind her and says, hey, pay attention, dumbass. And then she also kills the guy that's about to get her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like comes from her side as well. Yeah. And but he's like, I have Wayne an idea. Newton's How like, about a suicide oh. pact? <laughs> Wayne Newton's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, she's fine at this point. I mean, he just runs across and gets shot up like crazy trying to yeah. get Lily. Because this is his plan. And Lily's like, dude, idiot, we could have just stayed down. This is his plan. See, he's <laughs> going to bang her real quick. <laughs> he's going to tie her from the ceiling. Uh, Jackie Chan takes out a bunch of guys. None of these Nazis have the same uniforms. This is when I realized, like, there's five different uniforms being utilized here. As we all know, Nazis were very permissive. with Much, much like Samurai Cop. They just wore their own clothes. <laughs> it just... Well, this is the end of the movie. There's no more money left. They blew it all up. They blew up an, multi- an entire village multiple times in this movie. One of those villages had, like, the suitcases of money that were being <laughs> given to them to make the movie with. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Manchild. Uh, yeah, so Wayne Newton's been shot. Mm-hmm. And now Manchild is stabbed through the anus through the floorboards. Joe, you are really underselling that. He stabs through the anus, Jeff. I don't know what else there is to say. He's, like, sitting on the floor, like, having a freakout. And the other Scotsman is, like, consoling him. Right. And then he's just all of a sudden, he's just like... Starts bleeding from the mouth. Because, he's, yeah, he's bleeding from the mouth. And then, because uh, we saw a guy, like, under the floorboards, like, uh, like uh, stalking. And then he jams his sword up. And the bearded Scotsman like pushes the guy away and the sword is just like sticking up through the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he gets sorted in the anus and in the anus in the anus. And that's how he dies. And so he's dead. And we finally get his name is stone. 
Uh, yeah, his name's Stone, and he dies as he lived, mumbling nonsense. <laughs> um, <laughs> playing with Play-Doh. <laughs> playing with Play-Doh. No, he says something about make sure the women something go topless. That's what I saw. That's what I heard. It'd be great if they actually killed all these actors and they all got last wishes for how to, like, for things to be put in the movie. Make the women go topless. Um, Absurd Mustache goes out in a blaze of glory. Not really. He just gets popped. Well, he goes crazy. He goes all crazy, all Scarface. Yeah, but he gets popped real fast. He does. It's not really. First, he positions himself with a big gun on the things. Like, ah, he starts firing. Yeah, his idea is to go out in a blaze of glory. He goes out like a wet fart. He just gets killed. (laughs) Right. Um, Grease Lightning has also been killed. And he died the way he lived, unnoticed. Yeah, he's just dead all of a sudden. Um, Wayne Newton's dying wish is that Lily gives him children. But I don't think there's enough time for that. Uh, So they're both shot to death. Just, yeah, they do a real... Not enough just, time. He's like, you and I are going to have kids. It's like, there's like 10 minutes left in the movie. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we're, we're not making it to the end. Yeah. Um, yes. It'd be great if he forgot her name in that scene. That's what that's... <laughs> uh, Jackie Chan takes out everyone with a 50 cal gun attached to a military vehicle. And this is just real, just like little kid, just like, I got you all. You're all dead. You're, you're all dead. dead now. You're dead. Get back on the ground. No, you're, you're dead. dead. And the one Nazi's like, no, I have, I, I have an anti-bullet shield. I had shield. armor. I had anti-bullet armor. Anti-bullet armor. He's like, they don't have that yet. Like, yes, they do. Mom. Mom. I hate you. And then Jackie Chan's like, I hate you. <laughs> Um, so then Dan Wen arrives and he's alive. Jeff. Yeah, he just shows up. And they're less interested that he's alive or that he has the captured generals. Yeah, they're they're just like, huh. Wait, did we miss Old Sun dying? No, because Old okay. Sun is still alive here. Okay, he is still when alive. When he arrives. Time. So uh he arrives with these captured generals and the worst looking fake scar on his cheek that I've ever seen. It's basically a birthmark. It's he basically is, they took a Crayola marker, a brown one, and just like scraped it across his cheek. He's the real Scarface, Joe. Um, so here's where Old Son goes to greet him. He's very excited. He's oh, you're still alive. This is great. I'm your number two. He says, I'm Old Son. Okay, thank you. <laughs> he does say that, doesn't he? <laughs> He's like, I'm Old Son. It's like, yes, yes, I hired you. Remember I stalked you in the woods and tried to kill you before recruiting you to this mission? I know who you are. Well, now I'm going to kill you for real. So he just shoots him directly in the chest. Yep. Uh, Dan Wen reveals his plan, Jeff. <gasps> I expect you to die, Mr. Chan. <laughs> no, I don't expect you to talk. I expect you to die. Uh, so here's what he did, Jeff. He used this gang of <gasps> misfits. <gasps> to you mean kill... the ding-dongs and morons weren't the best plan? Were, they weren't the A-team? Right. To kill, despite the music, they were not the <laughs> Uh So he used these misfits to kill the Nazis so he could come in later and steal the money. Of course, I assume he killed the Nazis from before. So, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to give this to them. <laughs> yeah, just let them have it, Joe. There's a we're lot almost of, like, done here. Yeah, they're, they're, it's not worth it at this point in the movie. It's not. It's not. They put a lot of effort in. A for effort. 
Um, Jackie Chan tries to escape, but Dan Wen says he has to kill them because it's only the dead who don't talk. So little dead men tell no tales, but in a much clunkier way. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the guy who shot guns, Dan Wen, who shot guns out of Jackie Chan's hand before, is now missing by 20 feet as they scamper <laughs> through the cars. I did not even catch that. Yeah, he just pulled up and just shot it out of his hand before. He's been an expert marksman this whole movie, and he's, like, missing. It's not – they don't jump immediately behind a car. They're, like, running over car hoods in the open. And he, uh, he's just – the bullets are just, yeah, pinging off these cars. He's just missing entirely. Yeah, hitting rear view mirrors. And like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, Jackie Chan and his girlfriend hide in the cars. Um, but then Jackie Chan, like, accidentally hits the windshield wipers, so he knows which car he's in. And then he hits him with a, a door, you know? Yeah, and runs away. And then Dan runs like, and I've had enough of this. And Jackie Chan thinks he's won, but then Dan Wen shows up in like a tractor and just he just crushing. bulldozes all these cars. <laughs> he just starts crushing cars. It's awesome. Uh, Dan Wen fights Jackie Chan with a rubber sword. Did you notice this? Yes, I did. <laughs> it wobbles a little bit. And this is another. I thought this was a street fight moment. <laughs> you you brought a rubber sword to a street fight. To a street fight. And these okay. Joe, did you ever play on the original PlayStation Castlevania Symphony of the Night? No. The sounds in this scene are literally the same exact ones in that, which they means they ripped off a video game. Well, the video game came much later, which makes me want to know where these sounds actually came from, because it's not like the video game was like, oh, let's use those sounds from Fantasy Mission Force. Right, right, right. Although, who knows? A lot of developers were in Japan or China, I assume. That's true. Um, so yeah, Dan Wen fights JC with his rubber sword. We get a lot of sound effects, yeah? Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, these ching, the, ching, ching. We got a lot of those, a lot of like thwack sounds that are just. They needed to because they're fighting with rubber swords, because otherwise it would sound like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jackie Chan climbs up a flagpole. He loses his sword, so he climbs up a flagpole to get away. But then Don Wen just cuts it down. He just, yeah, he just pulls the pin on the uh, flagpole. Captain America style. Captain America style. Because, uh, you know, in the movie, we just watch Captain America. It's a great movie. I love it. Yeah, it's a great movie. They're like, whoever can get me the flag. And Captain America just pulls the pin on the flagpole. And it's like, Here and then you go. Does, doesn't he get to, like, kick his feet up and, and ride home in the Jeep with the yeah. juice box? Yeah, with the juice box while everybody <laughs> else has to run. Uh,. For a second, it looks like Jackie Chan is going to get killed with a desk. But then Jackie Chan dives through a window and blows up the building and the compound. Oop, I smacked my mic. I was making the the, the hand uh, wipe gesture. Enough of all of that. Yeah, I just love his plan is to kill him with a desk. Yeah, it definitely is a desk. <laughs> yeah, it's crushing his head with. He's just trying to crush him with a desk. And he goes slow-mo. And they do the sh- the the slink the shink noise with the sword, but in slow motion. It's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. And Joe, I thought Emily got shot. I don't remember her getting shot, but I just remember her not being around. Yeah, because then she just shows up again. Because it has yet to be established that she can actually fight at all. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Yeah. But she does survive from hiding. Well, the rest are dead. So Jackie Chan and his girlfriend gather all the dead bodies 
of the gang into his Jeep. And they just kind of throw the, the, Scot- the Scotsman oh. over the hood. Over the hood. Like he's a deer that they caught. Right. <laughs> like they're going to ride into town. They're be like, hey, you got a big one. Yeah, look, look at the antlers on this guy. And they're like gesturing to the beard. <laughs> to the mustache. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, and then the generals run out, Joe. Yes, the Allied generals complain that they weren't saved fast enough. And all these all these people are dead. These people being their captors. Yeah. <laughs> all these people are dead. All, like, most of the crew is dead. <laughs> and they're like, dead. you didn't show up on time. Don't you? Yeah, they're like, uh, okay, wait, wait. So... Oh, yeah, this is right. I think they've changed the actor for the African general because this is not the same dude. This one's an actual black dude. Yeah, I didn't look that close, but maybe the maybe they're like, oh, boy, this is uh, this is not a good look. This is problematic in China. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we get General Abraham Lincoln who scolds them and says, don't you know, we're generals. Don't you respect senior officers? Jackie Chan says. I don't know any generals. To me, you look like clowns. And then he drives off. <laughs> That's the movie. And then just the end. Leaving the generals behind. And they're yep. like, hey, wait a minute. And there's Papa Oom Mau Mau. Papa Oom Mau Mau. Papa Oom Mau Mau. All right, Joe. By far the most insane movie we've done. Yeah, I don't even know what just happened. There was ghosts. We had a little we we had a little bit of every movie, even more so than uh, Omega Cop. That was, there was just a like, musical number. <laughs> there was a musical number. There was ghosts. There was uh, a man getting anally penetrated by a Kaiser helmet. Mm-hmm. Movie it had, had everything. It, it had Teddy. It had Teddy showing up for the end. Hey Teddy. Uh, so Joe, what did you think? I will probably never watch this movie again, but it's only because I have a strict. Uh, well, actually, this one didn't have subtitles, so I could watch this again. Um, it would have been much harder to follow with subtitles instead of the dubbing. But I loved it. I mean, I had fun. I was laughing. As you said, it's interesting because I feel like this is the first movie that was so crazy I actually did have to turn it off. <laughs> like, you just couldn't handle it? I was like, this is a lot. This is Yeah, no, so there's a lot, a lot happens. I-, I watched the first half hour, and I was like, I need, I need to think about this <laughs> and you then take it, a day it gets worse from there well it gets better from there it gets crazier from there yeah because the second half is infinitely crazier than than the first yeah the first half is setting up like okay this is like these guys are all weird but they're gonna go on this thing they're gonna get the nazis and then it's like oh no now, now there's a ghost house <laughs> yeah once they get to the ghost house it's like oh wait a minute all bets are off the nazis are you know, Mad Max, uh, you know, Fury we, Road style. We just sat through Amazonian Scarecrow uh, sex cult. <laughs> like, yeah, Cirque du Soleil they're with, with tactical scarves. And now it's, it's they kick it up from there. From there, even further. Yeah. yeah. It just I just love the, the blatant just like uh, copyright infringement of so many different things in this movie. It's wild. It Huge. really is. There's just no respect. It's great. I love it. <laughs> so joe next week's movie mm-hmm. heart of dragon which feels insensitive because in uk they released it as heart of the dragon uh, uh original s- title was heart of dragon mind of beetle <laughs> yes 
so this movie, um, <sighs> Teddy. Uh, hold on. I accidentally closed Would the eyes. So Heart of Dragon is 1985, starring Jackie Chan, who is Tat or Tat, T-A-T. He's an ex-SWAT turned CID cop in Hong Kong. He has a 29-year-old disabled brother. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. I had not read this description before. Yeah. I think this is translated from Chinese. Because okay. I'm going to read this verbatim. All right. Uh, Tat, ex-SWAT turned CID cop in HK, has 29-Y-O disabled brother, behaving like the small boys he plays with and always gets into trouble. Tat struggles <laughs> to care for him at the expense of his cute girlfriend and dreams. <laughs> okay. So it's Jackie Chan. He has a mentally disabled brother, and he has to. I think the mentally disabled brother like witnesses some sort of crime, and so Jackie Chan's got to fight his way out of it or something. Who, who looks exactly know. like Kim Jong Un, by the way. His his brother's got a very unfortunate haircut. He Where, looks exactly like Kim Jong Un. Just imagine the Kim Jong Un haircut, big big but chunky in, guy. But in jean overalls and a white shirt. <laughs> yeah, this guy looks kind of slick now. He's got like long, like curt wavy hair. This guy's got a glow up, as the kids say. Glow up? Yeah. Get that trash but... out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. So we will be back for the next episode of the Reactionaries podcast with Heart of Dragon, which is available on Daily Motion in two parts. Uh, it is dubbed, so you don't have to read. We're Americans. We don't read. This one's no. from 1985. This one does have a box office, Joe. It made $230 million. Or, no, I'm sorry. $20.3 million. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would be the, the greatest the greatest selling film of all time in 1985. Oh, God. It's <laughs> a movie about a Jackie Chan taking care of his retarded brother. Oh, God. All right. Oh, God, that was a good way to go out. All right, so for Joe, this is Jeff. Oh, my God, they won awards. You you enjoyed this podcast. Now you will end and listen again next week. Yeah.